This is a HeadGum Podcast. Here it is, the totally planned and very successful podcast. This seems so natural already. Yeah, very natural, very loose. We've all been to... <laughs> we're, we're doing, you can't see it, but uh, Tony did a little dance. He did a little bob. I, I kind of did like a little bob that, yeah. you know, maybe... Uh, uh, like a happy parrot would do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like a like, parrot bob. Like mm-hmm. a happy parrot video. Like, the, like a man walking down the street. Now, a parrot's a difficult animal because they always look like they're smiling. Uh-huh. How do you know a parrot's upset if it's not biting you, you know? Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, if, 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 if it's just well, a parrot I think it's a, a volume game because like mm. a happy parrot is going to chirp mm-hmm. and a, sa- a mad parrot is going to screech. That's true. And I think it's it's either or. If it's one of those parrots that has learned how to mm-hmm. talk in a human speech, they'd probably just tell you. Yeah. I, I'm so mad at you right now. But if it's like, I'm so mad at you right now, then I it's love, probably. I would love a parrot that just said, I'm depressed. Like it just knew how to say that. <laughs> that was a commercial. What if I what? were to tell you that it just took buying a parrot and a whole lot of time? <laughs> you just have to repeat, I'm depressed over. Yeah, I'm sure. What if I told you that getting 14K retweets on Twitter only took buying a parrot and spending six months of your life? Now, if, if you got a parrot and then you just gave it a bunch of inspirational messages, you yeah. could have your own animal that just the secreted you all day oh, long. Oh, wow. I like that. Yeah, it'd it's... be like a living vision board to keep you focused. <laughs> We're talking about a parrot. You gaslight the parrot, and then it gaslights you, and then you just live in a miasma of you know, misinformation. The original gas parrots were um, mm. were uh, canaries. canaries. Yeah. Yes, mm. yes, of course. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> we we all knew what was happening yeah. there. I knew where you were going. Did y'all ever have parrot men that would just walk down the street? Absolutely not. Yeah. No, well, Tony, you grew up in California. I you did. must have had a parrot man that what just is like. Parrot man. Well, they, a, a man. Yeah. A man or a woman. Actually. Following you? Because um, <laughs> I think uh, I, what, I, what I got hung up on was you said, do you all ever have parrot men? And what you meant, like, do you, you ever, like, did the town you, did you live ever in? Have a, you know Matt Damon in the movie Downsizing, just a tiny man <laughs> sure. that you put in a birdcage. Right. Yes. A parrot okay. man. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. I was confused, but I did. Yeah. <laughs> That's of course what I meant. Yeah. What did you think I meant? I thought, well, we called them just the tiny cage man. <laughs> I guess that's just a regional thing, you know. Up right. north, up north, they call them tiny cage men. Yeah, and, uh, Matt uh, Matt Cageman. We we called them Sunday because mm. of their kind of like bright colored coats. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. that's well, that, that's a, a regional difference. Mm-hmm. Um, what we had was people who would walk around in public with the tiny man on their shoulder. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, a lot of pe- times people would do it with birds, but of course when the downsizing technology was invented. Right. <laughs> like in the movie Downsizing starring Matt Damon. Well, do you know how much it costs to feed an adult-sized human uh, a regular three-meal-a-day diet of bird feed? Well, I, they don't eat bird feed, obviously. They eat chicken nuggets. You get a 24-pack, and that's going to last them a week. That's very easy. That's hey, right. Hey, here's my question. Speaking yeah. of birds and downsizing, mm-hmm. um, what do they do about birds in the in the downsizing? <laughs> in the downsizing overse? You're gonna have to see it to find out this Christmas. You're gonna have to see it to find out. Uh, please see downsizing in theaters. This is <laughs> this podcast brought to you by downsizing. Not ironically, completely actually. God, I'm rich off the fat money they put into my pocket to say that. I would. I George would love Soros it. has given me money to advertise downsizing. I would. I would love it if that movie is a secret survival horror movie like it gets through all of the fun stuff in the beginning yeah. and then it just becomes a movie about these tiny people having to survive some some regular sized birds trying to eat them oh shit i, I imagine that's going to be a factor you're just gonna have to see it in theaters to find out yeah please watch downsizing please, please watch downsizing our our only sponsor for this episode <laughs> downsizing the movie well now that we've got our main sponsor out of the way do you guys want to start the show yeah, Matt you... Damon is in the corner nodding at us. Uh, he's giving us a thumbs up. His we talked about his voice is far too little to hear. <laughs> he's in a hamster tube. Right. Tiny if you, Matt Damon. If you could hear him, he'd be chirping quietly to let you know that he's happy and not mad. I'm giving him some gorp. As oh, he a likes reward. it. Oh, he's just uh, he's shoving it into his cheeks. That's I love too much. that you can go to any McDonald's and get a Matt Damon in your Happy Meal. <laughs> <laughs> I like the little one that's a backflip when you wind it up. <laughs> uh, 
the one that wears different hats. <laughs> His name like, is Haberdashery, that one because yeah. it was a choking hazard. <laughs> I like the one who waves. <laughs> I like the, the Suburbicon tie-in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he rides a little itty-bitty bike. It's like a Barbie's dream house, but, uh-oh, the mafia's here. <laughs> Let's start the damn show. Okay. What? What should we draw? Well, welcome to What Should We Draw, where we use the art of conversation. To make art about a conversation. I am your big sexy six, Caldwell Tanner. And I am your itty bitty nine. Amazing <laughs> 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 oh. Yaffy. <laughs> and somewhere in between is our sweet 78. <laughs> What? Tony Wilson. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> um, y'all, by happenstance and good fortune uh, and a little bit of good luck, uh, Tony Wilson <laughs> is here in the studio today with us. Uh, Tony, how are you? I'm good. We all happen to be uh, on the West Coast. Um, Nathan and Tony are, are sitting across from me, which is a rare treat. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have to look at each other. We could just stare you down. I like that. Mm. I like the boring eyes. Yeah, I, I'm usually <laughs> I've been practicing them my whole life. <laughs> and now I finally get to put them to use. Yeah, well, I... Tony's eyes are boring into you, and my eyes are just sort of bo- like they're not interesting. Yeah, they're a total yawn fest yeah. over there. Yeah, we got both kinds. <laughs> I see your eyes, and I'm like, what's on CBS? <laughs> I thought that was just a, a boring slam on both of us, and I was just ready to take it. I was <laughs> no, just no, no. so happy to no, be no, acknowledged no. at all. Tony, your eyes are like a Black & Decker power tool. They're just <laughs> yeah. getting deep into my soul, cracking up into it. I've normally just been told that they're just like a black void of nothingness. So No, no, no. I'll take it. They're great. So y'all, yeah, as you can see, this is a slightly different recording uh, setup mm-hmm. because this is episode 69. Yeah. We did it. We made it to the funny number. We made it to yeah. the funny number. We and... made it to the delightful copulation digit. We're here. Nothing uh, we nothing say on this us. episode is going to be funnier than the number <laughs> of this episode, but gosh darn it, we're going to try it. We're going to try it. It's uh, going to take 371 episodes to be funny again. <laughs> Did I do my math right? I think, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to get a calc check? You there at home. Yeah. Take a moment. Take and- this moment. Take this moment and treasure it. Uh, in the meantime, I'm going to get our first suggestion for what we should draw. Are you all ready? You bet. Okay. Uh, this comes to us from iTunes. The name of the reviewer is Hunter Hunting You, and their title is Bed po- Best Podcast in the World. I have to agree. And their suggestion is Baggy, the living bag. (laughs) Hunter Hunting You wants us to draw Baggy, the living bag. Um, What y'all think? What y'all think about Baggy? So I'm I'm immediately imagining that the opening of the bag is the mouth. Yeah, it's obvious. Mm -hmm. It seems obvious. Y'all think the Baggy is like a tote or a purse or a clutch. I was imagining like a grocery bag, like plastic. Oh. Well, I think, I, you know, just, hazard. just to be to be environmentally friendly, I think he should be one of those reusable grocery bags to maybe encourage right, people. Right. Like made out of hemp. Yeah, like yeah, a hemp, hemp bag. Canvas. Sure. Anything like that. Yeah, I like that. Um, so he's like, put your avocados in me. Yum, yum, yum. I never get to eat. <laughs> that's his want and desire yeah i yeah. i i promise i'm not gonna digest them <laughs> you can put them in me for a little bit but then take them back out and you can eat them i've never enjoyed a nutrient i'm baggy my I'm baggy. life is torment <laughs> i've been brought to life by dark magics <laughs> <laughs> a wizard made me so and i hate him the wizard trader joe <laughs> <laughs> a traitor in all things arcane <laughs> Gather round, gather round, see what I've brought from far (laughs) across the sea. A bag! What speaks and doesn't digest food when you put it in it. (laughs) Do you think that there were a lot of other bags that were like sample test bags that could... 
digestive. They, they were immediately oh. at a disadvantage by not being named Baggy. Right. I feel like you, you kind of have a monopoly on the uh, on the whole industry once you name yourself. Uh, it's kind of like a Kleenex has defined all tissues. Right. Mm-hmm. Baggy's kind of got an edge on all sentient bags. Right. And then, oh, look at this. Introducing Bagatha. For the <laughs> I don't know about that. It sounds off brand. <laughs> so you go to Trader Joe's, yeah, mm-hmm. and you know you're there. You got yourself some some JoJo's. Uh, it's it's ho- the holiday season, so of course I got, you got the peppermint ones. You got baby. some peppermint JoJo's. You're you're ready for a good night. Now is this a is this a, a New York Trader Joe's, which is a, a stressful yeah, shopping was, experience? Was it a horrible internal New York line, or was it a horrible external LA parking line? Uh, this is going to be a horrible external LA parking line. Okay. Okay. okay but good. maybe, Ooh. maybe you're going to see Gary Oldman. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh huh. Just like not going to the Trader Joe's. He's going to the Gelson's across the street. But you're going to see him. <laughs> but you see him. You see him. You see him there, and you're just like, wow. But- Gelson's. Vons. Let's be real. <laughs> Let's be real. Gary Oldman's a Vons man. Hey, absolutely. He likes that deluxe deli they've got. This true. You can get those potato wedges. You can along go there with your yeah. AP's fried chicken for eight ninety nine. They got a full hot bar. Oh yeah. I love the term hot bar. Hot bar. Hot bar. I love it because I mean, obviously, it's just um a big long rectangle full of shitty pasta. Yeah. But in my head, it's just such a funny thing to say. I yeah. call it a steamer. You know, a steamer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you just like you, you guys want to go lay a steamer. You guys want to go to the steam zone. <laughs> yeah. And enjoy some tortellini. <laughs> yeah. You you, you guys want to you want to get some food vapes up on your nostrils. <laughs> I like what I like about one of those is that it's it's priced by weight. So yes. you don't know just how 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 much of a horrible fatty you're being until it's time to pay. And you you place it on the the weigher, and it's like, oh, I I could have I could have spent this much money and and just got like a meal. Yeah, this at is a, at a restaurant. Nathan came to my office today, so he knows about this. When you um, get a salad from the place where I work in the cafeteria, yeah, you do have to weigh it. So mm. there is this slight Anubis judgment of the dead exchange that goes on every day yeah. in my life, where I'm like, did I get a fat boy salad? <laughs> Or did I get a respectable man salad? <laughs> Very nice. It's kind of like an arcade where if you lick the tickets, they'll weigh more in the machine. Is that real? Is that a yeah. trick? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Here's some arcade tricks that you could take <laughs> back to 15 years ago when there were arcades. Tony, I didn't know you were a game rat. Oh, man. Let me tell you about Vigi Games. <laughs> I played them. <laughs> Tony is the Aladdin of the arcade. He's like got all sorts of tricks and cheats that he can use to to win. You're the elite rat if I, you were. I once rubbed a lamp and a game genie came out. <laughs> he gave me uh, infinite lives. God. And can we go back in time and write this movie and and just have it be Shazam too? Uh, you know what? I'm gonna say yes. Okay. I'm gonna say it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. So <laughs> I, I guarantee that we're gonna do this. All right, great, great, great. I want to transition to movie talk. Would you say that you're pivoting to video? I would absolutely say that I'm pivoting to video. Please, everyone, take your phone and rotate it 90 degrees. Mm-hmm. Um, because I learned a very important <laughs> fact about both well, of There's some kind of easy phrase to describe <laughs> what that process is called. <laughs> We're calling it Flip 270. <laughs> We're calling it doing a... a- to a twern. Oh, very good. We're calling it seesawing your phone. <laughs> We're calling it doing a little wrist dance. <laughs> We're calling it bad format. We're calling it f- flicking your neck. I love, I love when I got some primo content and I'm thinking, how am I going to watch this primo content? Mm-hmm. There's so many methods. There's so many mediums. Mm-hmm. I see my computer. I mm-hmm. see my widescreen TV. It's a Vizio. Thank you for asking. <laughs> You're welcome. I didn't want to ask. I didn't want to presume. Yeah. But then I've I seen see... your home for the first time. And yeah. I'm like, I get it. And then I see the shitty rectangle that I keep in my pocket <laughs> that makes me sad. You know the rectangle that makes you sad? Yeah, the tall one, right? Uh-huh, that real tall rectangle that when you're like, I'm feeling real good about my life, maybe I'll just open that uh, that rectangle and, it, uh, and absorb some of that good glow that makes me depressed. Mm-hmm. What if I watched all my videos on that? <laughs> mm. How? What do we think about that? I'm seeing Rans. some problems. 
What problems could you possibly see? Uh, CEO of Charmin. Sometimes the the video I want to watch is long ways, but the phone's tall ways. Now here, I've got a solution for you. Okay. <laughs> what we're gonna do is make all the videos <laughs> shitty and small. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Wait, can there be can there be text? Could there be like big text describing what I'm watching well, above and below? Of course, the, the video shitty gonna small be, video. The video's gonna be 200 pixels maximum. There's gonna be plenty of room for for text on top and bottom of that great. bad boy. Great, great, great. What you're gonna want to do is you're gonna want to put this on Instagram. All your followers are gonna see it. Uh, the, all the Jake Paul heads are gonna be there watching <laughs> your hot take on Tabasco sauce. Thank you, Mr. and Mrs. Pete, for coming to this conference. We're pivoting to video fully. Thank you, Texas <laughs> Pete, for being on board. Uh, that's the Just end of our interstitial. Dazzling uh, light blinding me right now, imagining this future. I'm sorry. <laughs> Tony and Nathan, I see you're back. Uh, I, was, I was having a quick conference with <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Pete from Texas Pete Hot Sauce. But you're back, and I want to talk to you both about, uh, of course, the experience you shared today. Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all both flew in from New York. Nathan and I were on a plane together. We were we were on a plane together, and we didn't even think to to ask if we were going to be on the plane together. And we... I just assumed we wouldn't be for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why I thought we wouldn't be on the same plane, but we uh, were about as much on the same plane together as you can be. Because it's a pretty <laughs> binary situation. <laughs> it's, it's one of those ones where... You're either on the same plane together or you're not, you know? It's, uh... That's a, that's the popular expression. That's how it goes. You're either on the plane or you're not. But you guys were both on a plane and you didn't even know it. You guys almost had a meet cute, despite oh, yeah. already having met. Yeah. So we had it was an, more almost, like... an almost meet cute. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like called? an already met workplace appropriate description of physical outward appearance. Now, Tony, Nathan, why were you so occupied on this plane like what were you doing that caused you to not ever look up nathan what were you doing that caused you to never look up and see this incredibly tall man named tony wilson that was on the plane with you in in seat 4f oh you were way at the you were way the fuck at the at the front they could have sat us together but they wanted to separate us Mm -hmm. well to be fair i chose my own seat because they they had set up our flights with no seat assignment and when i checked in i saw that there was a window seat take it i took it you You gotta take it I had an, I'm what I had they call an a. a taker. You like to snap uh, pictures of the the wing of the plane. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. You see that turbojet engine. <laughs> you're kind of a you're a, a turbine fan, as it were. Uh, yeah, they 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 call us turbsters. <laughs> they call us tur- turb thumpers. <laughs> they call you turbies. <laughs> turbies. Uh, turby fully loaded. <laughs> that's the name of your forum. Yeah. Now I'm a rail fan myself. I like those trains, I like those big foamers and bubblers. But you, mm-hmm. you're 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 more of a, a turby. You just like those big jet planes and their big, bold, beautiful fans mm-hmm. that power them. Kill twenty geese a second. <laughs> <laughs> there's one thing about tony he hates geese he hates geese i love a commercial airliner fucking hate geese <laughs> and that's kind of like the popular. that's the virgin america promise <laughs> <laughs> you know how the boy scouts they leave every place more beautiful than where they found it yeah uh virgin america promise to leave fewer geese in every place that it flies hi i'm richard branson <laughs> If you want to come to my private island, you're going to have to kill a lot of geese. So he's like a billionaire, but you know how Bruce Wayne's parents were killed by crime? Yeah. Richard Branson's parents were killed by geese. A flock of swans killed my parents, and I couldn't persecute them because they're the queen's bird. I'm just imagining that, like, Virgin America, their 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 fun, singy, dancy uh, safety video, but everybody's just stomping geese the whole time. Just stomping geese. There's just, like, four cool dudes doing the robot with sunglasses on while swinging a goose by the neck to cause it to snap. I should clarify that I know that a, a swan isn't a goose, but I feel like... Richard Branson's rage. You know they're adjacent. Him. Yeah, for sure. I wouldn't fault you for murdering one in cold blood. <laughs> they're they're long necked waterfowl. Let's can can we just <laughs> you're, say... you're just a long necked waterfowl, aren't you? Mm-hmm. They're yeah they're they're long necked flight havers, and I hate them all. <laughs> <laughs> they must be stopped. <laughs> it takes Fly, flight is for the turb heads, the turbies. <laughs> now Nathan, again, I'm a rail fan. Mm-hmm. Tony's a turby. What's your Proclivity. This is uh, we're talking about 
we're talking about parts of the of the airplane. No, More we're talking about engines that exist in the world. Transportation. Okay, methods. and you you've got you've got rail rail is. I in, love a steam engine. You like a turb. I love a big plane engine. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you like? What what sort of propulsion method do you like? Which which forms are you on, Nathan? Oh, Caldwell, you you know me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the the way I like to travel. Uh, I like to travel that electronic highway. Oh, uh, where you can you can stay in bed. Travel the world. You like information. Ooh. I like I like that uh, the information highway. Yeah, I'm a I'm an e traveler. <laughs> you like to just load up some screensavers and yeah. go to town. <laughs> if it if it means I don't have to move my mm-hmm. body, right? Uh, that's that's good for me. Nathan has a service where he will just describe a location to you. Mm-hmm. It's called it's it's called Nacations. Yeah, <laughs> you call him up on the telephone. <laughs> And you're like, how about Denmark? And he's like, well, well, let me see, let, let me, me see, let me load up the old, uh, the old uh, electronic horse, as I call it. Uh, <laughs> take me to Denmark. Oh, well, they, they've got uh, windmills there. Is that no? That's that's the that's de- that's you know adjacent. <laughs> they, uh, must have typed in the wrong country must have by typed accident. In the wrong t- uh, Denmark, Denmark, Denmark. Uh, they have. Um, well, they, mm. I've looked up a guy named Mark. Just redid his den, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. it looks really nice. He's got a nice little entertainment system there. I'm seeing They've got that Mads Mickles den. <laughs> Mads Mickles den. I'm seeing some red flowers and uh, a river. So there you go. So there you go. Uh huh. According to save, G- just saved you a hundred dollars. How much do plane tickets cost? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Where are you traveling from? Saved you that much money. Look there it up. Go. We're looking for investors. So if yeah. anyone's listening to this, to, just to sitting nacations. on a, a mountain of money, Nacations is looking for some angel Peter investors. Feel, we'll take it. <laughs> What's his opinion on geese? <laughs> Dude loves geese. He loves their blood. He's <laughs> oh, gonna yeah. he's gonna take some goose blood and put it straight into his vein. <laughs> oh yeah, we do have one of those um, early internet style pop up uh, games in the side of of the website. Oh, where you where gotta you, demolish you, geese. You, you can you can wreck some geese mm-hmm. if you want to. We didn't even get to my main topic, when no. I, which is fine. Yeah. It's freewheeling. We're enjoying it ourselves. Freewheeling, which is freewheeling, you know, is another form of good transportation. Exactly. That's what I call it when you just cover your body in wheels. You go to the Home Depot <laughs> and you buy a bunch you of those say, little load trolley me up. wheels. Yeah. <laughs> They're just, just ready, like uh-huh. a pit stop. <laughs> <laughs> They've got the, the uh, pneumatic mm-hmm. the, uh, wheel attaching guns. Absolutely. I've got a big jumpsuit. I need you to cover it with wheels. For, we're, uh, we're straight on track to talk about the other topic you're trying to bring up. I'm going to get there, y'all. I promise. Uh, wheels are round and mm. other things that can be round. Tables. Oh, oh man. That's very good. You're jumping right to the end of the movie here. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Spoil. Yeah. Some. Some. <laughs> The Some entire real- reason that we asked Tony on this podcast, <laughs> friends. Oh, I'm so incredibly embarrassed and apologetic for all the bullshit that I've talked about instead of talking about this. We're here now. We've arrived. I'm going to introduce it. I was out with Tony and Nathan earlier for mm-hmm. some drinks, and we realized that Tony and Nathan both have watched uh, an amazing airplane movie. Yeah. And that movie is King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Yes. And I haven't seen it, and I imagine everybody else in the world hasn't either. <laughs> it it definitely made less money than it cost to make, right? By a lot. And I would just like for y'all, in lieu of answering more suggestions uh, from our listeners, to just please explain this movie to me. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, you already have brought up Aladdin, which is a great point of reference uh-huh. because what if Aladdin was King Arthur? <laughs> And, you know, and King Arthur it, it answers the question what if what if Aladdin was King Arthur what if um what if Ferris Bueller was King now Arthur now which which aspects well monkey uh, friend he's excuse me monkey friend he, uh he he is not friends with the monkey per se, per se. okay or at all. Or okay. at all. But there are some very notable animals in Yeah, this. there's some fun animal stuff right. that happens. As long as there are fun animals. There's yeah. some there's some there's some too big animals in this movie. <laughs> uh oh, I'm, the monkey in Aladdin turns into an elephant. That's and right. There is an elephant. 
two very large elephants. There are some large elephants. Impractically large elephants, if I can be honest with you, Caldwell. Like bigger than an elephant normally is? Yeah. I'd say bigger than... Bigger than a bread box. Bigger than any animal has ever been. Now, was it an elephant or an oliphant? That's an uh, important distinction. I get, yeah, I think Guy Ritchie saw... Uh, Justified. Justified. <laughs> he saw Tim- <laughs> Timothy Oliphant and was... Uh... No, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. You tricked me. <laughs> uh, I don't even know where to start with, uh, we should, with we should... talking about this movie. Can uh, we just give me a rundown? Okay, so the time is... It's King Arthur times. It, the place it, star- is... it starts off as all great movies do with uh, text on a on a black screen. Oh, I love it! Expositional text on a black screen explaining Ooh. where we are, uh, what's going on. Then it starts like how all great movies start with Eric Bana saying, <laughs> "I gotta go kill the bad guy. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta go kill the main bad guy real quick." And uh, the the first, I, so like I started the movie, and I'll admit it took me like a minute or two to like really key into it. Uh, and so I think it's probably ninety seconds, two minutes into the movie that I, I I really focused on my screen because Eric Bana runs his horse to the edge of a broken bridge jumps off of the, like, probably six-story up oh, he broken do, bridge. He, he fully Le- does, like, the Mario Yoshi sacrifice he, to he his horse. He leaves the horse to die. Yeah. In effort of bill, uh, boarding an absurdly large elephant. Uh, <laughs> to get to that halfway point in the level. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's definitely a save point yeah, upon landing. Yeah, he gets the save he, point. He makes that jump. He's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then he he, do, he does it. He, be, he beats the boss, the bad boss. And then uh, the movie's over, or so you think. It turns out it's a mini boss. It was oh, uh, shit. Yeah, it was uh, a. Cold is it a mini open. boss, or is it like a defeated boss that you think is defeated but ain't actually? Uh, it's it's kind of a mini boss. Like it'll reemerge later as a regular enemy. Describe this boss. Uh, so the boss is Shao Kahn from Mortal Kombat, oh, as Nathan described him earlier. Great. Well, the, yeah, the this is this is the the big boss. We're this talking is the big about. the, the yeah, big. Bad. It turns out Jude Law, if he kills uh, his wife or daughter, anyone he loves, anyone he loves, and gives it to the the, the three s- the, squid ladies, the squid ladies who live under the castle that mm-hmm. no one has bothered to check what's down there. So many people, black mold and squid ladies, kill you gotta, you gotta so many families. Sure, over here. It's just it's serious. Seriously, the guy, you know. built pre 1940s Get it checked for <laughs> get it checked Eldrick for... <laughs> Squid Ladies. <laughs> who, who try and make you kill your wife and daughter. So um, what happens if he kills his wife and or daughter? He gets to be Shao Kahn from Mortal Kombat for he, uh, some amount of time. Seven feet tall and he's got a skull for a face and abs for days. Oh, that's real good, And he's though. got, get this, a Darth Maul scythe. Oh, yeah, he does have it's one double-sided. He's got oh, a double shit. scythe. Yeah. Can he turn into Liu Kang's brother? He can't, but his cape's on fire, so that's okay. pretty bitchin'. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so he he kills Eric Bana real bad, mm-hmm. and uh, Eric Bana pushes his little baby son in a boat down the river, and... Uh, is Eric Bana Uther Pendragon? He yes. is Uther Pendragon. Great. The best name the best name that the English language has ever come up yeah. with. It's yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, a collection of noises that you make while rolling down a hill. Uh... I am the first son of my great father, the king, Oofy Ouchie. <laughs> oh, I, I, I can't breathe. <laughs> Ouchie uh. Boo Boo, the king. <laughs> Let me take you, Caldwell, to a. Uh... I want to go. <laughs> take me. So th- this is all. This is all pre-title sequence. Yeah, the, right. The the you see um, the the King Arthur's mom die. Mom Pendragon. Mom Pendragon yeah. dies. Close she, up she, on. She falls out of frame, revealing the title King Arthur. Then Legend of the Sword appears, almost as if it were a late addition to the title. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different different studio had to do that one. Wait a minute, what if we intend to franchise like uh, Indiana Jones? What would the subsequent King Arthur movies even be? I guess they, they um, would just do Once in Future King. Well, the, they, they, they teased, they they teased shoot the shoot out of a table. They were like, 
Oh God! The, you know, you know how what they did with the Death Star at the end <laughs> of um at the end of the Revenge of the Sith, right? What if we did that with the round table? I mean, they're building a round they're table. They're building a round. They're bringing in all these rounded pieces of. We're going wood. right to the end, folks. Yes, yeah, spoiler, spoiler alert. <laughs> it's three quarters of a table built, and Carcetti from the Wire says, "Like, what is this? A giant wheel of cheese?" He actually says that. Yeah, That's he kind does of funny. say that. He I'm does pretty say sure that. it's him. I like um, to think that like uh, a hobbled architect comes in and says my lord here's the plans for the table <laughs> and he holds up a big square and king arthur's like no 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 <laughs> lose the corners it's cleaner <laughs> no 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 <laughs> he cuts off the corners himself with his big old sword we do get a better line though from arthur yeah uh, who says it's a table <laughs> that's, that's the it. is that the last line in the film it is it is it is it's the a final movie. It's a very good movie it's, to watch on an airplane. It makes me very happy to think about. That line is delivered as if it were uh, the title line of the movie. Uh-huh. As if, uh, if, if Mom Pendragon were to fall out of the frame, revealing the title King Arthur, <laughs> it's, it's a table. table. <laughs> That's the sequel. Oh my God. That's the sequel and the once in the future table. If this movie had performed better, it certainly would have been. Is that um, is that maybe our first drawing idea, which is like the unique psychotropic state brought on by watching a movie on an airplane mm. where like you're going to cry three times when when King Arthur says it's a table, <laughs> you're going to be weeping profusely because of how beautiful that moment is because of the lack of oxygen and like your altitude starved brain or your altitude saturated brain yeah, I suppose. visited by three crying fits <laughs> when charlie hunan delivers the line it's a table right the minute that eric bana is banished is eric banished by mm-hmm. this beast monster uh and his son is sent down the river can i, I tell you a great twist of the movie yeah eric bana's the stone Oh, yeah. oh shit! Wait, because that's some anime bullshit. Is he the sword or just the stone? No, he he has the sword, and he does a he does a little toss. He does like a, <laughs> he a does cool a t- like ollie with the sword in the air. He like does a <laughs> cool trick. He throws oh, he throws man. it in the air before yeah. Shao Kahn can kill him. He kneels his head down, and then he like he's got a, a full minute to deliver an inspirational speech yeah. to like baby Charlie Hunan. Before the sword punctures him and turns him into the rock, which sinks oh, into the shit. ocean. So he gets Ganondorfed. He dwarfs himself. He gets he gets Wind Waker Ganondorfed. He just gets like a, a sword through his skull and then is doomed to live at the bottom of the ocean. It's more like his back. Yeah, he does like a cool kneel and it sort of lands right in the upper right in the vertebrae. Sm- yeah, the t- now again, everything you've said, I feel like you've said one cool thing and one lame thing, and mm. I'm, I feel like that's maybe just the entire pace of the movie. The pace of the movie is so jarring mm-hmm. and every part feels like the beginning of a different movie right uh the movie's and... two hours and six minutes of them explaining what they have to do next while it's <laughs> intercut with them doing it a oh, classic that's that guy, guy, yeah, that's yeah. Some, that's some classic either explaining what they have to do next mm-hmm. intercut with doing it or what already happened intercut <laughs> with doing it sometimes both sometimes there are a few bo- yeah. parts where it actually quite is both a lot of quick cuts and then um for a little while um king arthur before he's king arthur just has to go to a land where there are a bunch of giant bats and snakes uh it's called the dark lands the dark lands that's so good <laughs> see now like i gotta respect building in this mythos that wasn't there does madame mim show up uh <laughs> If kind she of. does, uh-huh. she is something else. Yeah. And there's no Merlin. Yeah, Not Merlin, Merlin gets like Merlin? mad name dropped all oh, the yeah. time. Oh yeah, they were for sure planning on bringing in a Merlin. You know in they're going to stunt cast him in in part two. Right, it's exactly. a table. Now in the second movie, I guess it's probably going to be like a now you see me two situation where there's going to be like <laughs> is Merlin fourteen in that? men, and you realize that the magic was real all along. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Woody Harrelson is going to play. One of twelve Merlins. <laughs> I, I would watch a movie about Woody Harrelson as Merlin. Yeah, that'd I be said great. It out loud, it sounds pretty great. <laughs> it wouldn't have been beyond this series to do that exact casting, mm-hmm. but uh, I think that no one saw it, and it will never happen. <laughs> uh, it, which is an actual crime. It's the problem is it came out in the wrong decade. If it had come out in like, 
Oh no. Those are the police coming the police to arrest us for liking this movie. They're like, didn't you hear? No one was supposed to watch this. If it had come out around the same time as like Lord of the Rings 1 yeah. or Pirates of the Caribbean. That's a very good point. If this if this movie had come out instead of Pirates of the Caribbean, I feel like everybody, every that one kid at every high school would have dressed like King Arthur instead of Jack Sparrow. I, I sort of, I watched this movie on a plane and I all I was, th- it checked all the boxes of me like, Sophomore to junior year it of high school. It could have been Orlando Bloom as uh, as King Arthur. That would have worked yeah, out. Yeah, he would have just had a ponytail instead of an undercut. Oh, and, no, that'd be a fun choice. You know, and don't mm-hmm. forget that in those same years they did make a King Arthur movie starring Clive Owen as King Arthur. Right, but titled if they, King Arthur, if they had done the Guy Ritchie treatment, to yeah. King like Snatch was. When did Snatch come out? Two thousand three. Yeah, guessing. so I'm yeah, guessing like here. Guy Ritchie was hot. Fantasy properties were hot. Teens were hot. Were nerdy and Teens, and I did the wrong thing. Oh, teens were hot for the first time ever. Teens were hot for the first time ever, and they wanted, you know, this this is this is the movie that three hundred just swooped in and and captured the because there's plenty of yeah. slow motion dumb shit that happens in King Arthur. I loved it. Yeah, now, I I would have seen it in theaters. If I was a teen, it's true. It just wasn't racist enough, like uh, like three hundred. Oh sure, well, sure, sure, sure. It, well, it it does. Well, <laughs> I don't know. It it makes a lot of cool strides towards inclusivity. Okay. Also, King Arthur does kung fu like that. Like I do like that, right? 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 He, he, the, does he now? Here's a question. Yeah. Does he ever surf on his sword as if it's a skateboard? Uh, I think they were probably saving that for the sequel, too. Probably, yeah. Okay. That's unfortunate. Uh, it but seems if, like they were really banking on that sequel. If he holds the sword with two hands, yeah. he does get to move in bullet time. Thank God. So that's pretty neat. Thank Christ, the sweet baby. But he does, uh, he does also have All to... All great bullet time comes at a cost. Right. He's uh, got to con- uh, continuously experience his mother's death. Uh, AKA the title sequence of the movie. No, this is like any good anime restraint where like to use a cool power, you have to put a hindrance on yourself. Right. If you were to activate bullet time, what would your restraint be? Mm. Mm. Ooh, every time I would have to uh, forget the enjoyment that I gained from watching King Arthur. Thank you for able to do it. That's too I hard. Just, like, every time I just be like, oh, life's a little less now. I can dodge one bullet, but I'll forget that I saw King Arthur Legend of the Sun. As, as long as you don't make me forget San Andreas starring The Rock and Paul Giamatti. Oh, did you watch that one on a plane too? God almighty. Let me tell you, I'm not going to derail us, but that is my number one plane was movie never of all time. It, wasn't, it was never fair. <laughs> <laughs> no other movie stood a chance against San Andreas starring The Rock and Paul Giamatti. <laughs> I think that's that's ironic that you mentioned Paul Giamatti because my bullet time uh, conditional would be that uh, if I use bullet time to avoid a bullet or um, a knife puncture or any sort of uh, foul maneuver, Paul Giamatti will publicly speak out against me. Ooh, yeah, that's damning. Mm-hmm. People respect him and it's his true. opinions. He's got he's he's a well a well known figure. Yeah, if I if I use it to avoid getting murdered, Paul Giamatti will hold a straight up press conference. And discredit my name. Nathan, what about you? I feel like mine would just be while I'm in bullet time, my actual body is is just is just saying, no, 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 stop, 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 stop. No, I don't, no, 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 get away, get away, get away. I think we all like, we all came up with way too creative an answer. If it had just been, if the answer had just been, I piss. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just like real bad diarrhea. <laughs> oh, that, that goes without saying. Yeah, I thought sure. we were, yeah. yeah. I do. So, like my whole body uh, is moving at normal speed, but right. my bowels are moving get 20 times speed mm. i mean that doesn't make sense it's like any of those uh i'm thinking of like a a red or um what was that other movie like red where people are curving bullets red too oh yeah red too yeah uh you're thinking of wanted, wanted. Yeah. starring james mcavoy there we go That's and right. angelina jolie or even like a lucy i'm thinking of any movie where someone is like you know they're using more of their body or they're like they've honed themselves to be like almost a human computer morgan freeman is an 
all three of those. Yeah, is he? He's the sword in King Arthur, right? <laughs> uh, I, I imagine that originally he he very realistically could have been slotted into that movie without mm-hmm. it uh, uh, being much different. I just he I really... could have been Merlin. Oh, yeah. Honestly, what? That's like a real whiff. That's a big whiff. For him yeah. and it's for a, all of in the it's a whiff we could chalk up to the movie-going audiences of the world. <laughs> or should I say movie-not-going audiences? Yeah. This is our call-out podcast for everyone that didn't see King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Well, I think, do do they keep track of which movies you watch on planes? Can we get a real ground swell, I guess air swell, to, get, yes. to just get <laughs> King Arthur, Legend of the Sword to be the most watched plane movie of you, all time? You, you turb... Uh, turbies out there who, who, uh... <laughs> oh man don't worry uh, Delta has a new deal where you can fly for free if you <laughs> promise that you will watch Legend King Arthur Legend of the Sword five times <laughs> it's actually the only thing that keeps the engines going the plane won't go down <laughs> if you stop watching for even a second it's like setting your phone to airplane mode so everyone, they will, yeah they're like there's no way they check they check please go to delta.com and sign up for their King Arthur Legend of the Sword uh Conquer the Skies promotion. <laughs> it's a table. It's, it's a table. It's a table. Hey. <laughs> it's a flying table. It's a table. <laughs> uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> hey, everybody. Uh, I hope you all took this break as an opportunity to watch King Arthur Legend of the Sword or, or write uh fan fiction for upcoming sequels to King Arthur Legend of the Sword. Oh, I'd love a, a King Arthur AU that, yeah. that crosses over you, with Valerian Do you guys want to see my sword Sona that I drew? Oh, please. Yeah, it's all right. So it is oh, a sword. Oh, it's very sexy. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a scimitar, mm-hmm. so it is curvy. Very curvy. It says yeah. uh, Caldwell the Sword. Yes. It says that it uh, likes uh, all kinds of music except for country and rap. <laughs> exactly and uh it's imbued with the holy light (laughs) but nervous around ladies (laughs) but just get to know him Mm -hmm. it's been to third base that's that's like not a detail that's going to help faster than both sonic and tails exactly So yeah, what are your sword sonas? Uh, oh man, mine is uh, uh, Blade Snipes. Uh, okay, it's, it's Wesley Snipes. It's just, is it Wesley Snipes? No, it's it's kind of like if Wesley Snipes, um, uh, you know how like the Ninja Turtles uh, in in some versions of it, the ooze fused uh, like humans with the turtles. And yes. they became one thing. It's kind of like if no, no, no. It's I, I know what you're talking about. It, the turtles were always turtles, but in some versions, right. Splinter was a rat, and in yeah. some versions, he was a man named Rokosaki. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking mm-hmm. of. So it's like that. But if if uh, Wesley Snipes was fused with his character Blade, okay, uh, and Blade's uh, titular if, blades that he uses. If Blade was an actual blade, is right. what You're getting at. I yeah. like that a lot. That's right. Like if maybe in the movie he transformed into a blade that was wielded by someone else. Yeah. Okay, I like that a lot. Nathan, what would your blade sona be? Uh, Katathan. Okay, that's great. You had that ready to go. And yeah, I like I was, that that's why I was very quiet during the, <laughs> when we were talking about Tony because I was trying to come up with a fun... Katathan, Katathan. Is, what you, is what you went yeah, with? Yeah, it, it, it was... A, after that big long wet pause, that's what you yeah, went with. Well, was it was either that or it was either that or I'd or, used up all the good ideas already. <laughs> <laughs> it was either Katathan or Claytmore. All right, that's pretty good. Um, um, tell me more about Katathan. I guess uh, Katathan is is very sensitive mm-hmm. um, and uh, misunderstood. Okay, great. But uh, has a heart of gold. It does wear. Jeans. It's jeans. The only sword with jeans. I we- it's a sword that wears jeans, and um, and they're it's they're not they're not too baggy. They're not too baggy. It's just a style. Uh huh. It's just a style that he likes. Here's the thing, y'all. I don't think that anyone should own guns. Um, controversial, I know, but if we made jeans for guns, <laughs> I think I could change my tune. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think those would probably sell. Yeah. 
We can call him Juns. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> it's not even. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. It's just a good idea. It's like, what do you follow idea. that up with? When it's, it's I don't know because like there's all those memes. <laughs> there's all those memes that are like, "How would a dog wear jeans?" It's like I don't know. Like, just ask a dog, you idiot. Don't like try and assume things, but like, well, we can ask a dog because we did, we yeah. did get a fourth member of the podcast. My sweet puppy Harriet is in the room recording with us. Uh, she's sprawled out between uh, Nathan and Tony on the couch. On a, your very comfortable couch. On my by very the comfy way. couch. I don't know if she has any opinions on jeans. I think that she's more of a Capri person. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, can I don't want to. Can there be denim Capris? Yes, absolutely. I believe so. Um, well, there you, there you have it. I think denim can be styled in a number of ways. I don't want to get off the topic. Of Juns. Of Juns. <laughs> jeans for guns. Uh-huh. <laughs> All I'm saying is that there's debate about how dogs should wear jeans. Not so with guns. It's You put them right on the grip, on the stock, and you slide it on <sighs> I, there. I was going to say barrel. You think on the barrel? Yeah. Maybe there is contention then. Yeah. We could, you put them on the barrel, and mm-hmm. then you know that they're comfortable. How about like, this? I'm, I'm picturing the centerfold in... Uh, Gun Toucher magazine. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's it's two it's two images. Sure. One is you know a nice Smith and Wesson with a very long jean leg on the the barrel. Yeah, and then the other on the stock right there, a thicker jean leg. Mm. Uh, and then the the caption says, "There's no wrong way to wear a gun." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for more formal occasions, uh-huh. introducing Glax. <laughs> <laughs> And the the best one, the best of all of these is a um it's just a pair of uh of silk leggings that you just shove into the barrel of the gun, rendering it useless. Mm. It's just a pair of jeggings that you like fuse into the actual barrel so that you can't fire it. So that it's, it's that, there that's we go. our that's our end game. Yeah. yeah. What we want is to make the gun more fashionable and less functional. There we go. More fun. More fun. Juns are fun. Jun, for juns everyone. are fun for everyone. Can we <laughs> come up with an idea for a drawing? We've, we've lingered long enough. Tony, I see yeah. it in your eyes. You oh, need to go home. I you need to watch King Arthur again. Desperately quiet in the past 20 seconds trying mm-hmm. to come up with some portmanteau of AK-47 <laughs> and culottes. <laughs> it, it just wasn't working out, so I just I, I, I fell in a hole. I'm sorry. It's okay. I understand your struggle. That's, that's hard, yeah. Yeah. But I'm glad that's where you, you were at. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, life doesn't work out all the time. <laughs> you know? Culottes. <laughs> Take them where you find them. You got to just always, keep moving. I always forget about culottes. Yeah, don't. It's a good It's a, it's a good breezy option. <laughs> it's like the, the saying goes, when you almost forget about culottes, don't. <laughs> Nathan, did we come up with any possible ideas for drawings? Oh, did we? Mm. Um, That's what I'm asking. Uh, ba- baggy, the living bag. Okay, baggy, the living bag. That was a good suggestion um, from earlier. Mm-hmm. Now, what what do we think a potential drawing for baggy could be? Um, oh, somebody's forgotten their jeans uh, for their gun, and are they <laughs> trying to feed a gun to a bag? Trying to feed a gun to a bag. Yeah, that's a sentence you said. Yeah, mm-hmm. I regretted it when I said it, but I do like the idea. Again, we come up with uh, ideas a lot on the show that could just be entire narrative novels, yeah. right? I think that Baggy, like, there's such a an arc to Baggy because Baggy wants to eat but can't. It's like a Pinocchio tale. It's a mm-hmm. fable. It's a it's an Aesop's fable. I don't know what the moral is though. Maybe well, we can find a moral and attach it. Because Baggy, uh. He he can eat and eat and eat and never has uh, any uh, negative consequence because uh, he can just empty himself out. He becomes mm. a real boy and uh, he tries to fill himself with dozens of uh, unripe avocados uh, right. and just, <laughs> just dies horribly uh, from an obstructed bowel. Oh. Do you think it's like – I do like in all of these fantasy stories where it's, you know – uh, a normal boy and their magical friend, and the magical friend is like, "I want to be a normal boy too." And then they become a normal boy, and they're just instantly beset with problems and troubles. Yeah, you know that that normal boys have to deal with. Exactly. They're like, "Oh, I I've got acne now." Like, "Oh no, I'm I'm just puking all the time." 
Uh, and of course, I've also got shingles, unrelated. <clears throat> well, because yeah, if you if you just become a boy right. from being an inanimate object, you haven't had any vaccinations, right? You're yeah. you're very susceptible to. You probably disease. haven't had chickenpox yet. You're going to yeah. get that instantly. Oh, the yeah. moral never is mm-hmm. that being a living boy is innately terrible, and is instead that the object shouldn't have tried to extend the limits of its reality, <laughs> and. I would like to see this where the, the, the object becomes a living boy and is like, this is terrible. I do and like the living boy is like, you are right. I should become a talking bag instead. Maybe. And they both go back to that. Do you think it's like a Pinocchio story where Geppetto brings a, a puppet to life and it just instantly gets cholera? Yeah. It's just like, I don't have an immune system. I, I was just born and I've been thrust into this body. I'm just, I'm beset. I'm riddled. I'm riddled with infection, Geppetto. What have you done to me? I got chicken pox all at once. And then Geppetto uh-huh. can fashion uh, some uh, wooden penicillin. And <laughs> it can become real. And then the blue fairy is like, you're really pushing it, bud. I don't, you know, I thought it was re- it was cute. You wanted to give your, you were lonely and I gave you a companion. And mm-hmm. now, you know. The healthcare stuff—that's that's a bigger issue. That's you got to you got to go vote. You're giving these wooden pills to people in town. They're <laughs> taking them. They don't know it's a placebo. They're very stupid. They got splinters all all up and down their gullet, <laughs> for which they're taking more anti-splinter <laughs> pills. <laughs> Geppetto, Geppetto, you're running a pyramid scheme, bud. <laughs> Geppetto, you and your just impossibly slimy new son. <laughs> <laughs> their skin is so fresh I don't understand how that 11 year old can have that fresh baby skin Geppetto Geppetto overwhelmed with all the problems of being a living person it's like no now I too will become a wooden puppet and escape this reality <laughs> <laughs> oh I love that a reverse Pinocchio I am joining you in puppet land my son <laughs> Geppetto did you become a wooden man no <laughs> I hate being a human. It sucks. I want to be a wooden man. <laughs> Make me into an oaken fellow, if you would. Oh, man. I, I, I loved Paul Oakenfellow's latest <laughs> DJ set. I won't allow it. Nathan, the next idea, please. Um. Okay. Let's see. Not a ton of drawing ideas. I mean, we we discussed disliking geese. Yes, sure. Um, we we discussed my new business venture, Nacations. Nacation, all I ever wanted, absolutely. Um, and then we talked about the movie King Arthur for a while. Now you're you, forgetting you had you had the idea uh, to maybe do sort of a comparison side by side, or or some some sort of comic about how much better movies are when you see them on a plane. Is versus... there something about doing like a, a a very boring image from a movie, but then you see it on a plane and it's like so much better? Like that, it's kind of like a side-by-side comparison in that way. Like when you watch My Dinner with Andre, they're right. at Ruckers. <laughs> yes, and it's Andre the Giant. <laughs> yeah. My Dinner with Andre the Giant. Oh, hell yeah. It's movie rules. <laughs> <laughs> well, then they need to be at a at a Five Guys so he could ask if anybody wants a peanut. <laughs> I thought we had one more drawing idea somewhere in there, hidden, um, hidden was in it, plain sight. Was it Juns? It might have been Juns because Juns is. I like Juns. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, how do we how do we market Juns? Or uh-huh. is it just our our sword sonas? We just draw our own. Sword Sonas is definitely something. I think we're getting into Soul Eater territory a little bit. We're getting into anime territory for sure here. As something we never do on this no, show. We we try to refrain. Uh Tony, what's what's feeling hot to you? Which which of these ideas do you think could potentially be a drawing? I gotta tell you that Sword Sona sounds incredibly real to me already. Mm-hmm. Uh I I am positive that you give me ten seconds on that internet there on your computer, and I'll yeah. find a sword sona for all of us that exists currently. I'm I'm not worried about that. I uh, think... So I think uh, I think that taking taking it to these uh, these gun jorts uh, mm-hmm. is is probably a pretty good idea. Other um, perhaps other gun accessories. I don't know if I want to glorify this in any way. 
that's the thing. It's like funny to talk about in the abstract, but I, I wonder, is there some way that we could um, take, just take guns down a notch, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe if that's a, that's a community of people we want to get. I want to draw um, their ire. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> and fire. <laughs> I think that what we're getting at here is maybe that's a a, a hot topic. Um, I like this movie. A hot idea. topic that's for a guns. Good place to buy jeans for your guns. If yes. you, want you could get the have... UFO pants for your gun. There. Yeah, exactly. So, I do. Oh. Are there? Are there? Well, let's let's back up a step. Okay. Mm-hmm. Pants for things that don't need pants. Okay. I think that's. That's really the meat of the matter. Okay. What else doesn't need pants? Meat. It's <laughs> like a cartoon ham hawk with, uh-huh. uh, with uh, some khakis. Just think about it. Because normally meat does not have legs. Right. Um, I mean, it does in its primal form as beef or pig. Uh, but when you like make it into a hot dog, there's no legs on that. Why not split the hot dog into two halves at the bottom so that you could put a little pair of pants on it. I do like the idea of just like like the pants council trying to yeah. spread awareness and using pants for things other than legs. Like the legs yes. market is, it's not big, enough for it's pants. It's like big shirt versus big pants. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> pants, not just for people legs anymore. <laughs> put There's em, no wrong way to wear them. Put them on, on meat. Put them on a tree. There's... Put them on, yeah, wear them like a hat. Do you all remember, uh, I think this still exists, but I feel like there was a while in the early 2000s, late 90s, where like just very generic councils would make ads. Like mm-hmm. there was like milk and pork. Oh, yeah. Yeah, as like the other white meat. Like I don't think that they do that anymore. At, yeah. or at least well, not as much. they all succeeded. They all succeeded. You we think all... about it, milk and pork. Still around. Hey, the American meal, milk, pork. <laughs> milk, uh, pork, the other white meat, milk, the very good white. <laughs> the only the white. original liquid. white meat. The original white meat. Yeah. Uh, just all the whites, please. <laughs> I, uh, you ever go to a restaurant and order a white on white? <laughs> <laughs> they know it. <laughs> Doesn't it's matter okay. what. Yeah I, yeah, I go to a restaurant, I go to the steak and shake, and I get a white out, and that's, of course, uh, just a pork chop. Uh, a vanilla milkshake. Uh, yeah, at, at, mixed at together. Out, they call it a double blank. Yeah, and what they do is they they get a bed sheet and they put it over you, so nobody has to see you doing this. <laughs> is there something about like um, just a generic ad for pants? Mm-hmm. But it is like there's no wrong way to wear them. Yeah, I like that. I think that I really like Tony. I'm sure you've seen these just like vintage ads. Yeah, that feel so bizarre. In retrospect, especially fashion ads, you'll see like a an old timey fashion ad for like a man wearing an outrageous turtleneck with a vest, and it's like new styles yeah. from um, Frugginton Butt Factory. Well, Frugginton Butt Factory is yeah. trying to sell the lifestyle. You yeah. know, that's what they're after. They're like, uh, you know, Miles Frugginton is uh, a globetrotting billionaire. Glo- globetrotting billionaire, and he looks good in his uh, Fruggington. He doesn't have time to care where his pants wind up right. sometimes your arms are cold but the rest of your body is 10 degrees warmer i like my fruggingtons because they hug my buddington but that's now right. fruggingtons makes vests that's right vest they're shirts that suck <laughs> <laughs> when you only want to wear part of a shirt vest, they're worse shirts get one <laughs> <laughs> Do you think like the vest was invented when uh, they were they were building some shirts and uh, the sleeve shipment just didn't come in that they day? They just messed up so some, bad. Somebody just really uh, dropped the ball, and they're like, "Well, we got to put them out, mm-hmm. create an artificial market." Well, there was there was that rash of of uh, sleeve heists that were that were going on. So. <laughs> I, I like to think it was um just a real clumsy uh, seamstress or uh, seam master. I don't know what the Seam, uh, seamster seamster. Thank you. Uh, uh, and they they accidentally cut off the the sleeves, and they're like, "Oh boy, you've really done it this time, Jerome." And uh, I've got to deliver these shirts to the king. <laughs> <laughs> and then the king tries it on. And he goes, "I love it." He's like, "This vestment. What do you call it?" And he's like, "Uh, vest." <laughs> A mint. <laughs> a mint. Mm. And then he offers the king a mint. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the origin oh, of this. <laughs> uh, 
So do we have anything? Normally we have more audience suggestions that are geared towards actually helping us, but we had our Tony here. Yeah. So I'm to blame. Yeah, you fucked us over, Tony, well, once again. That's fair. Um, I do like, I, I mean, I think there's something to this pants idea. I like this like vintage ad idea a lot. I think we're, we're like circling towards something fun. I is mean, it just like alternate ways to wear pants that didn't catch on? Or is it like I mean, pants it, for other things? What, what, what I've liked yeah. of late is when we've released something that looks like we just found it. Yes. And then we, we post it and people don't necessarily get that. People don't like things that someone made. They like things that uh, that look found. Yeah, and so we, it's like this. This is weird. Can you imagine? Did anyone even buy these pants? Yeah. So did it, this even really work? Oh man, I got a bad idea. Okay. Uh, a a pant patent, a patent for pants that patent. expresses all of the main points of interest of a pant and how they all supposed to operate. Okay. What are the names of the little uh, metal doodads where the pockets oh, connect? Oh, wait. You're talking about like kind of like the patent for pants? Yeah, the patent for pants. The patent for pants. The pant pantsant. Imagine two very thin dresses just hugging your legs. Yeah. Picture a tiny cloth jail for your ass and then two very long tubes. <laughs> Imprisoning That's exactly your legs. Exactly what it says. As as any good patent does, it vividly paints the picture. <laughs> the portcullis through which your member <laughs> may extend. I mean, the fact that we put a metal set of alligator teeth so close to our ding dong is truly bizarre and, and outrageous. Hey, the, the, like that was the agreed upon technology. Like we could have had like the little snap buttons. We could have had. A Ziploc bag. We could right. have done Velcro. We could have done Velcro. But um, we decided upon just robot teeth that could constantly just gnash at your at your donger if at any given moment. And we decided that was now, what all pants should have. Anyone who takes pants really seriously has got some raw denim yeah. and a bear trap fly. <laughs> 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 yeah, up until you know, you got yeah. some like casual pants. Mm -hmm. I see. What are you new to this, huh? <laughs> you haven't quite figured it out, huh? I just have a series of syringes <laughs> that interlace. I have a, I have like a, you know, on uh, bank vaults, they have yeah. those interlocking pistons. Oh yeah. I just do that, so I'm just constantly in fear of, of just abolishing my dick is is that the uh is that the 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 drawing hard hard mode pants <laughs> oh pants on hard mode i like that uh pants plus <laughs> should i mean we've got a lot of pants. good pant ideas <laughs> i mean we could just do mm -hmm. some pants some pants we do something related to pants do you think pants uh, we settled on pants that, that that's kind of our We've reached the end of the road. We've we, still got some know, work to do. Got, it was appropriate for episode 69. Yeah, 69. Somehow. We, we end up, we, we started with the pants off, mm -hmm. and now the pants, they're, they're coming on. They're, we're clothing, we're wrapping up episode 69. Right. Episode some, 70. 70, the least sexy number. Yeah, in, in a nice little, <laughs> little, little cloth jail. 70, the cold shower of numbers. We got to put the pants back on. And that's, I like that. As the theme, maybe that's just like what we say when we gotta like wrap up an episode. It's like gotta put the pants on. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, because mm -hmm. we, you know, we're still in the in the first. We have mm -hmm. we haven't even gone through uh, a hundo yet, yeah, so we yeah. can still develop things. I agree. I to agree. Say, yeah, we we there's there's still plenty of time to like find our signature phrases and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But I do think it's time to put the pants on. I yeah. do think it's time to uh to, to close up shop. We're going to do something with pants, whether it be a, um, a 1970s retro ad about a weird type of pants, whether it be um, pants on hard mode, which I like a lot. We've got a lot of angles to toss around. But uh, Tony, I think you've, you've helped us reach the end of road. You've helped us like find just the, the, um, the secret pocket in our denim where the idea is hidden. And for that, we're, we're eternally grateful. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks, man. What can I say? It's a table. <laughs> <laughs> It was a table all along. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Guy Ritchie, for your excellent film and movie. Thank you to the Arthurian legend for inspiring this episode. Uh, I've been Caldwell. You can find me at Caldy on Twitter. Oh, I'm Nathan. You can find me at, at, at Nathan Yaffe. Just one at. Yeah, just a singular at. 
I'm Tony. You can find me at Helpful Tony at Twitter. And of course, if you want to see the drawings we've done for the show, you can find them at whatshouldwedraw.com. Uh, please leave us a, a suggestion, whether that be at our email address, uh, wswdshow at gmail.com, or on Twitter, wswdpod. Or, of course, you can uh, send us an actual piece of mail uh, to our P.O. Box, which is 1920 Hillhurst Avenue, number 222, uh, Los Angeles, California, 90027. Yeah. Yeah. Los Angeles or Los Feliz, whichever you prefer. I think they'll both work. Again, 1920 Hillhurst Avenue, number 222, Los Angeles, California, 90027. Thanks so much uh, for listening. Uh, We are going to go... Petition Guy Ritchie to make five more King Arthur movies. Uh, you, you can join us. The hashtag is going to be King Morther on Twitter. Uh, in the meantime, we've got to come up with an idea for a drawing, but that's going to do it for us today. Tony, thank you so much. Thank you all for listening. And Nathan? Yeah. I think I know what we should draw. Turn it this ways. Do you want to explain that one? <laughs> it was, we, we we talked about Go Ninety a little bit in the episode. <laughs> oh, we did talk about Go Ninety. Uh, I was gonna I was gonna do it's a table, but Tony already did that. Yeah, I'm sorry, no, guys. It's good. You, I, you brought back the thing we talked about an hour it ago. It was That's definitely good. between that and another Go Ninety reference for me. <laughs> uh, let's put the pants to bed. on <laughs> the table. There we go. It's still a table. It's still pants. There we go. One of those will work. See you next week. <laughs> that was a headgum podcast. <laughs>